0: Oh, oh, Bye.
1: Week, we've got one guy back and another guy still on the shelf. Another guy's been sent off to Montreal. We got a fill in bartender and a studio audience of one. We're underneath what's left of a super moon. The country beneath us has gone crazy as shit over their new president they've elected. And all we got to do is talk about it. But before we can do that, you know, we got to do one thing. do-do-do a bit. And then play the theme song. Shut
2: <laughs> them color girls up.
1: Hall, the greatest podcast ever come out of Pine Grove, Ontario, Canada, mostly because of our the greatest band in podcast history, The Nocturnal Emissions, comprised this week of Steve the Reluctant German on vocals and guitar,
0: yay! Paul Van
1: Dyke playing the role of the Color Girls. Uh, and sitting in Mike's chair is like Paul, an uncomfortable spot for you, but you look like you're right at home there. Oh, it's a comfy
2: seat. The lights bright. It's great.
1: Yeah, you're really shining there. And you know, the man carrying the weight today again. Where would we be without him? He's our bass player, Whiskey Wes Haggins That's here for Whiskey hey, Wes. All right, Wes. And filling in at bartender duties, we got an old favorite of the show. We got uh, Jamie Barham on bartender duties. All
0: right, Let's going, guys? That's here for Jamie, and Thank then you,
1: and uh, we have our audience of one, Mark. Do you, you want me to introduce you? All right. Mark Higgins is here. The audience hey. of one. Hey, audience of one. Yes, he's here. <laughs> he's a longtime fan of the show. We have a recording of for pros, uh, posterity. Prosterity is that your butthole? Anyways, Jane Van Dyke is <laughs> is, is doing is here. And I am your host of the show, two-time Two time. President's Club Award winner, Pete Van Dyke. Let's get the show on there. It's over now, Stephen. I'm really easy. I know. Here you we can stop drinking bourbon at such a brisk pace <laughs> and just like settle down. It's over, and you did a great job. I'm very proud of you. Thank you, Peter. We're decimated here at Life from Dutch Hall. Oh, is there anyone listening on Facebook Live? Too Two people. They're coming back later, you know. There was like there was a few hundred last time on the one. Anyways, we'll see you later at Facebook Live. Anyways, uh, we were so were we were saying we're decimated here at the Dutch Hall with injuries. Paul, you're just coming over one. I saw you walking in on your own two feet today. No boots. No like uh, concoctions of like of like medical devices that you've like made up for yourself. <laughs> no, they're all like.
2: No more contraptions, I'm fine. I'm good.
1: But you 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 basically you bust both your ankles or you think you do. Yeah. Initially you think you break both your ankles. At what point in time, uh you go to the doctor, you say like I'm pretty fucked up here, right? Yeah. And then uh they check you out and what do they say to you? They're not broken. That's it. And, and then and then just go on with your day? Yeah,
2: and then, like, walked away, and I went, like, whoa, I can't walk. And he said, well, healing period is from two
1: days to eight weeks.
2: (laughs) Two days to eight weeks.
1: And then didn't give any tips on how to, like, cope or anything or even any drugs. No, nothing. He gave me
2: nothing. I think he just looked at me and knew I probably have her under control.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He'll figure it out. (laughs) He can get better stuff than I can give him. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, but Charters is not so lucky. I went and saw him today. He was on deck. He's on deck to perform today. He thought he was going to be able to do it. And uh, the man is still in undergoing horrible pain. And uh, I guess his drugs, uh, they, to help him with that, have run out. So now he's just on not being a pussy to try to fuel him through this healing process. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's going to be tougher. Well, that's going to be tough for him.
2: <laughs> Poor David.
1: I don't know what he's going to do. I think he says he's he said he's going to try to get back as soon as he can, but uh, how vast, like how much of a pussy Dave is is still yet to be seen, or how severe the injury is. Because to be honest with you, even though he's my best friend, I haven't paid attention when he's been talking about his ankle. <laughs> I understand something's wrong with it. He went and got a surgery on it, but like I didn't know anything. It was really, I know he's mentioned it, but the details are hazy to me at best <laughs> on what the fuck he was talking about. Does anyone else know? I have no idea. Yeah, see, we are all not good friends. It's either we're not good friends, or he's a terrible storyteller. Which I think it's a bit of both. You can't keep tile. Like, who cares a shit about your ankle, Dave? We all have problems, right? Right. Yeah, right. Does anyone really care? Like, when as a dude, do you really give a shit when your friend tells you like something bad that's happened to him? It's like, yeah, you're like, it's awful, but like, I don't care. Especially like an injury. Like something like that, like Paul puts a nail through his hand or something like that. It's like terrible. You're like, oh, it's, or you cut your thumb off or whatever.
2: Yeah, I'm fucking accident prone, eh? Then you
1: just go, like, uh, that's bad, you know? I just, what yeah. do you want me to do? Hold your hand? I just don't understand.
2: <laughs> Sucks me, you.
1: I, I don't understand why you told me that. Let me <laughs> Can't see. Can't we it just though, talk huh? about stupid shit?
2: I want to see it, though.
1: Yeah, can I see it? Do you have pictures of it? <laughs> no. Something interesting? Just the fact that it hurts, and then you're going through horrible pain, and you're not making money because of it. I'm not interested in that. <laughs> well,
2: <that's laughs> does it, all, does just, that make me a bad friend? You you just came over to see me just to see how swollen they were.
1: Yeah, I wanted to see if, if some sort of freak show.
2: <laughs> yeah, show me how messed up yeah. it. Yeah,
1: I thought it was gonna be like all t- like you know disfigured like you were and one went, went, went like of right angles of each other or something like something, <laughs> something to see like sports center you know yeah. but it wasn't it was just well, a boring old wrapped ankle just an injury yeah just an injury not no that one was an injury fuck i didn't walk for
2: seven days i couldn't walk
1: what's the two things that they talk about though there's one that's uh you're hurt or you're injured
2: yeah you're hurt or you're injured that was i was injured that was injured oh yes
1: But when you put like a nail through your hand, that's just hurt. hurt. Yeah, because you're not you can you can still do everything. It just hurts when you do it. Yeah, is that right?
2: Yeah, when I went back to work, it hurt, but I I wasn't injured anymore. Once I could walk.
1: Right. How about this? I'll give you a scenario. You're uh, in the thralls of passion with your wife. Pumping at a good, like, clip. You know what I'm saying?
2: Good strike. Yeah. Right?
1: You're trying to give her the full enjoyment of your package, right? You're trying to go full way in, full way out, right? But what happens is when you're going full way out, you slip out, you poke oh, her in, uh, in, in, like, some sort of bone or something. You don't know what. break. It, like, it feels like you broke your dick, right? Right? Let's say that's what it's at. Hurt or injured at that point.
2: You're, you're hurt. Keep going. Tough it out. <laughs>
1: now, at what point do you know you're, you're injured? It's like, it's like it starts to swell. Do you work with the swelling?
2: You work with the swelling to your advantage. Right, I guess so.
1: This could be your big day to prove that you got something. <laughs> you, you look at it as an opportunity. I like that, Paul. You're a cup half full kind of guy. I think that's why we have you on the show. Because... Uh, that's the way to look at it. You're not, you're not injured. You're not going to lie down and, like, take a week off. <laughs> it's like when you, when you get your vasectomy. You know, you're t- technically, that you're supposed to be on the shelf, right? Right. Did you make it to the full thing? Did he, any of the vasectomy? You had a vasectomy too, right? Yeah. Did you wait the waiting period or whatever? Oh, no. No. If, when you had babies, you've had, like, 100 babies, Steve. Yes. You know, they tell you six weeks after you have a baby, you're not supposed to have sex. That's right. Have you ever waited the six weeks?
0: Uh, Maybe maybe towards the end or whatever. <laughs> I know, yeah, I know towards, it got in there. Yeah. Like, I think like the first one, I was all, almost shocked that it was happening before the six weeks. I was like, really? Right. But she just wanted to make sure everything worked.
1: All right, right. There's a bit of an interest
0: in that. It's like your <laughs> vasectomy. That's right.
1: You have a vested interest in making sure that thing still works. The first thing you do after you get a vasectomy is like, when can I shoot a load to prove that I can still shoot a load, right? That's right. Because otherwise, you fucking broke my dick.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then I'm really pissed off because I was, I don't care how many drugs you give me, I'm still being mad afterwards, you know, when the drugs wear off <laughs> that you broke my dick. <laughs> and I actually suspected it of a long time that because, you know, you don't know every little pain you get, any scar tissue that builds up, you're just like suspicious of it. You're like, he might have broke my fucking dick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's right.
1: You don't take that lightly, you know. When he's cut, when you are cutting into that thing, no, that's one of my my favorite parts of myself. I don't want it to be touched.
0: <laughs> that's right.
1: You know what else do I have? Oh, you know what? We, this week it's gone crazy in the in the uh, U.S. Uh, I love it with this election, and I, I don't like to keep talking about it because I know it's it dates the shows, but uh, I really. I really was amazed at the uh, coverage and if you say it's not a liberal bias on the media you're crazy because uh, all the people that host these late night shows especially were like crying like li- like li- some of them literally crying about the results of the election and uh and I it couldn't make me more entertained is what I what I'm saying like it was the most entertaining thing in the world to see that uh Seth Meyers, you know Seth Meyers. He took over, uh, I think, like he's got
0: a late night show. Conan
1: spot or Jimmy Fallon's spot?
0: Fallon spot.
1: Right, he took over Fallon's old spot, yeah. and it, so he cried. He was like, he literally was in tears <laughs> over it because his mother never got to see a, oh, a woman okay. president, won't get to see a woman president because she's old and gonna die or something.
0: It's a sentimental
1: loss. Sentimental loss, because he would have liked to see that for her, yeah. uh, even though she was a corrupt woman or whatever, and Then, with uh, and someone with her flaws, yep. it was still worth it that his mother just got to see that a woman could do it or whatever, right? Yeah. That was his take on it. Isn't that fucking shallow? <laughs> Isn't that kind of like what they're going against? If you're saying that it's supposed to be like equal women and stuff like that? Sure, and you just say that you're not supposed to
0: Well, I, I think Hollywood has done a good job. There's been you know, Hollywood's always been forward thinking and has had world leaders in all of their sci fi movies as women for years. Yeah. It's been conditioned. And the
1: Starship Enterprise. That's right. There was one that one girl, she was at Hamilton Comic Con.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Yay. Yeah, this year I saw her, yeah. She was sitting there and in order for me to get her to sign her name on a piece of paper I had to pay her money. And I said, Fuck that <laughs> How much was it? I don't know. Everyone was different. Every like person had a different price. Like,
0: who was the most expensive?
1: I think one of the wrestlers, like McFoley or oh. someone, he was like one of the most expensive.
0: Did you pay for any?
1: No, I wouldn't pay.
0: You didn't pay a dollar for any. No, any I signature? never. I'll,
1: I will never pay for a signature. No yeah. No. If I did something to deserve a signature, I would. Ha- like, if I wanted, I g- like, if someone signs, I only have a signature from Crown the Lion <laughs> band that did my show. Fred Eaglesmith, who was like bitching that he had to give it to me, but he did my show. Um, <laughs> Iron Cheek and Jake the Snake Roberts. And Iron Cheek did the show, and Jake the Snake Roberts I opened for. And uh, that's the only reason I get their autographs. And then I've never gotten another autograph in my life. Have you?
0: Uh, I've had autographs, and I have lost all of them. So oh, yeah? I don't bother anymore.
1: Oh, I got Bruce I- McCullough's autograph one time.
0: He was in London last night.
1: Yeah, last night he was <laughs> in London, yeah.
0: Uh, I have uh, a bunch of... Signed ticket stubs that I've managed to keep, but whatever mm. they don't.
1: That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Just like in a scrapbook, eventually, if it ever, if you find it in the bottom of a box someday. Yep. When you're old.
0: When I'm old, I find it. You know, every once in a while, I'll stumble upon it. And it's got like all my concert ticket stubs.
1: Yeah, I talked to this comic this week, and he was telling me he just went on this tour. You know, he just went out west on a big tour for a month, and I'm like, oh, how was it? You know, your month away. And he's like, eh, it was good, I guess. I'm He goes, it's over. He yeah. goes, I'm already in the next thing, like, in the next moment or whatever that's behind me. I'm like, hey, if you don't relive <laughs> the moments, then what's the point of doing them, you know? That's right. Like, isn't your life just a collection of stories, you know, that you tell that are just like, you do something stupid. And then uh, that one stupid thing you do, you get to tell stories with your buddies about for, like, 10 years, on that, if it's a good enough story, right? right? And or maybe longer like maybe the rest of your life if it's a really good story like I'll tell a charter stag story for the rest of my life and that's a great story right right and uh, because and and that's and that's the reason you do those things if you don't relive it I don't know what's the point of it you know like I want to be old someday that's right and still telling the story about charter sticks a paintbrush in a stripper's mouth (laughs) right it's funny
0: it's ridiculous right
1: anyways where was I going? Why did I bring that up? No
0: idea. No, you know,
1: Paul? <laughs> Dutch Hall moment. It's a good time to get into a segment. Oh, no, we were going to say, one thing we, I do remember, we're talking about Lady night I host crying, Seth Meyers cried. Yep. Conan got real, like, fucking, uh, uh, like, uh, preachy. Like, we right. can all get through this together kind of thing. I like the guys just made jokes. Like, Kimmel <laughs> just made jokes. Yep. That was good. And then Saturday Night Live, we have to say Saturday Night
0: Live. Man. Because I
1: was sitting there saying, Trump won. I'm, I'm waiting for Alec Baldwin to come out as Trump and do a big, like, fuck you.
0: In your face, motherfucker. Yeah, in
1: your face. I won kind of thing. Like, be really, like, over the top about it. Yeah. And it ends up being uh, Kate McKinnon as Hillary Clinton on a piano singing, doing a tribute to Leonard Cohen, who passed away.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, we did our tribute to do... Uh, <laughs> To uh, Lou Reed, Reed. by the way, (laughs) and then, uh, but to Leonard Cohen, and she sang it straight. Mm -hmm. There was no like changing the lyrics. It wasn't hamming it up. and I keep saying to my, I watch Saturday Night Live with my kids. I don't know if that's bad parenting or not, but I do. And uh, when they, uh, when I'm sitting there telling them like Trump's gonna come out and the it'll be the punchline, like he'll come out and ruin this moment. Rub it in Hillary's face or something, and then live from New York at Saturday night, right? But right. No, no.
0: No surprises.
1: No. no, the surprise at the end was, after she finished the song, was she says, I guess, in character is Hillary. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to give up as she chokes up. Yeah. And you shouldn't either. <laughs> right? Right. Like, like the country's in, more. Like, it was like 9-11, for yeah. fuck's sakes, right? Half the country's in super mourning over this thing,
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, it's crazy.
1: It's just a you know you you hired a fucking clown to do a job, right? Yeah. Who knows? He might be good at it. <laughs> I, everybody I, that like doesn't no like way. Trump says his his hotels are shit, but I don't know anyone that stayed at a Trump hotel, and everyone I've heard, even on like the radio, stay at a Trump hotel, said that it was good, like they said it was a really nice hotel. <laughs> So maybe if you run a country like a hotel, <laughs> he won't do so bad, right? Isn't that what you're supposed to say? No, there's supposed to be some hope that he doesn't ruin everything.
2: It's going to be great.
1: There's a guy that did the, the odds. He picked the odds on uh, every election since, like, I don't know, way back when. <laughs> since, since who cares? But he that? just does it through, like, math. Right. He does it through, like, trends and stuff. And, and he, he's picked everyone, and he picked Trump, and he was right again. And he says, but he also went on to say he's not going to last a year. And <laughs> he's going to be impeached within a year. Yeah. And I don't know about that. Impeached would have to be the way. I don't think he'll quit.
0: Well, I mean, he's got court next month or whatever.
1: Oh, yeah. We'll he, yeah, he's up on That's the thing. But who? Hillary was the same way. She's up on yeah. charges all the time. Seems like their corruption, they get really, it's like all this, like, everyone pushes a lot to see how much money they can make in it. Yeah. I don't know. Understand it? I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Our our uh, prime ministers generally don't go up on big charges and stuff, and they're not like Mm -hmm. uh, wheeler dealers. No. But our guys aren't rich either. Right. You know, like a lot of the prime. It was one of the weird facts for today, but they said like John F. Kennedy. John F. Kennedy uh, made 150 grand a year. You know Kennedy. (laughs) And. uh, he he donated it all back to the people or to the government, right? He never took a salary, and I think well that just means he's like, he's like, uh, cause he's fucking rich from being like a corrupt son of like like a mobster that like ended up using political uh, favors to gain fortune and stuff like that. Yeah, you know the Clintons are worth millions and they they only make like a president only makes like four hundred grand a year. That's right. I'm sure he does speaking engagements, but Jesus Christ, you're not gonna be worth like what they're worth without having like a little bit of your palms greased over the time to- over time or at least a good tip on a stock trade or whatever it is.
0: Yeah, it's amazing how much you can, you know, purchase a pardon for. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly,
1: right? You know? That's how those politicians make their money. It's on all those fucking side deals and shit, right? Yeah. So Trump says he's already got his money, he's not interested in that stuff. That's the reason he was appealing to a lot of the people that thought the government was fucked, right?
0: So do you think he'll give it up?
1: Do you think what he'll give the money up? Yeah. He says he would. Trump said he would, yeah, too. Yeah, he said he
0: would, but do you think he'll actually do it?
1: Well, it depends how much of a hard time you give him. If, if they're giving Trump a hard time and he's like saying, this job's a fucking... Real pain in my ass. <laughs> yeah. Right? He's going to be like, I'm taking this money, right? <laughs> I can see him doing that. For sure. Like, I said I wasn't going to take it, but Jesus, you know how hard this job is? It's really hard. Yeah. I'm taking the money, right? I earned it. Boy, maybe maybe he'll be true to his word. Who knows? He's not going to build a fucking wall.
0: No, I saw a great movie about the wall, too, and, like, detailing how big, like, the Mexican border is 2,000 miles long. Like, right.
1: He said there's gonna be some fencing. <laughs> yeah. Now he's, he's come back saying, "I took a look at the whole thing. <laughs> a little bit more borders. Yeah. There's a yeah. lot. Of, there's a lot of people. A lot of. And this is a big country, actually. When you actually try to build. <laughs>
0: when you build the wall. It's gonna
1: cost gazillions of dollars. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I mentioned how good it was gonna be and how impenetrable it was gonna be. You couldn't even bury, like, dig a tunnel underneath it. Yeah. All this shit. It's like, how is it isn't gonna happen.
0: <laughs> no way. But Jesus, if
1: you were in the wall building business,
0: <laughs> you
1: know, you're set for life, man. Oh, man. Just go build a goddamn wall. You can spend all your time just building a wall. Like There's going to be people like, lined up on the Mexican border and all these little shit towns that are like saying, I'm the best fucking wall builder in town. <laughs> <laughs> for the next four years, I'm going to be the gra- greatest goddamn wall builder. And they're like, Charlie, you sucked a dick. <laughs> right? You're That's not right. a wall builder.
0: <laughs> Doesn't matter. You're a cocksucker. Right, Steve? I'm not. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not falling for that on the radio. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Let's do a segment of the show that we call Feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. 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 Woo! <laughs> Hey, uh, welcome to Feedback, We Got Feedback. This week's feedback is brought to you by our friends at Amazon. If you'd like to go to our website live from the thedutchhall.com, I just revamped it. We have actually our Amazon banner working. Oh, nice. And uh, we also have a PayPal link. Oh. So if you'd like to help make the show better, you can uh, donate by PayPal. It's, it's, it is back up on the site. And you can, uh, by donating, become a shareholder of the show. And you can make a request if you wanted us to do an ad for you or even just say something, an announcement, uh, something to your loved ones, something about something you don't oh. like in life, anything like that is uh, your right as a shareholder of life in the Dutch Hall. Plus, you can get some uh, uh, footage of some sort if we ever put it together, hmm. which uh, which I might be closer to now that I've come out of my... Well,
0: excellent. My You're haste. back. Yeah, I'm back
1: now. Um Also, uh, we we also have to thank our good friends at VG Meats. The only thing I've eaten in some time has been jerky, and it's been Mm -hmm. delicious. So thank you to our friends at VG Meats. If you go to our website, click on the VG Meats banner. You can go into either of the locations in Simcoe or Stony Creek, and get a great deal on some very good meats from VG Meats and uh, Van Dyke Party Services. Van Dyke Party Services. Let's say let's say you're doing something like raking your lawn. You know, all the leaves have dropped. Raking it for about the 10th time in a row, and you just keep raking these fucking leaves. They (laughs) never stop, it seems, but you're almost to the end of it. But you're doing that one last time where you just don't know if you can even endure it. You know what's going to make that better? Between five and 29 Van Dyke First Cousins. Oh, yeah. You bring them over to help with your grass. We're not going to be much help, but you're going to have the time of your life. (laughs) You know, and it's all all it's going to cost you is $100 of cold art cash plus all of our expenses which will be dear but if you're not 100% satisfied we will return your $100 but those expenses have already run through our bodies and potentially yours Fan Dyke Party Services Don't live your life in regret Brought to you by Clean Flow. Hey. Our good friends at CleanFlow Best sponsor ever Who I understand are in the process of making us some hats oh, I'm Very man. excited I'm, I'm very excited about these hats because they've been they, It's uh, a
0: long time coming
1: Yeah, it has been a long time coming well, no, it hasn't been a long time coming. <laughs> what are you th- talking about?
0: A couple weeks. Yeah, I'm
1: excited. Doesn't, hats just don't fall out of the sky. That's, that's right. Especially when they're fucking mint hats. You know, we get feedback in a lot of ways. We can get it on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, LinkedIn. Uh, but, you know, this one, we're going to go, this week's week's big winner has been Facebook. A lot of Facebook feedback this week. And I want to just mention a few, a couple. One was from Matt Osborne. Matt Osborne sent us a message, and it says, just spent three hours raking leaves and catching up on recent shows and a few oldies. Wow. Great stuff. Thank you to the Dutch Hall, is what he says. So you're welcome to Matt Osborne. You're welcome. And for being so polite, I'm going to name you right off the bat, listener of the week. Matt Osborne, your listener of the week.
0: You're the listener of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is your, your week. You <laughs> saved it. I, yeah. I always give that one to Mike.
1: <laughs> and uh, we also got a little piece of feedback from uh, Jordan Jordan Minter, out of London, Ontario, and he says, "This show is the real deal." Whoa. The real deal. Real deal. Yeah, I think we are the real the real deal. I don't know what it means. <laughs> But it is the real deal. You know, Matt Matt, uh, Thurlow, our guest from last week, he also had some complimentary things to say uh, on Facebook. I don't have it quoted, but it was something like saying that uh, the show is also the real deal. I think he also said the real deal. Wow. And uh, he said that it was like going to a fantasy uh, podcast camp (laughs) for him because he's had some interest in doing it himself. Yeah. Now, now, uh, Mark, you're sitting on your first show. So as a live member of the studio audience, you listen to to our plea to say you're always welcome. any listeners are welcome to come in the Dutch Hall. Has it lived up to your expectations thus far or is it is it is it worse in person?
0: No, oh, this is uh this is amazing. It's a great atmosphere, it's uh great company, it's living up to every expectation past them. Look at that, eh? Woo.
1: Well thanks a lot for coming in, Mark. We really appreciate you having any of the studio audience members in here.
0: In, here. <laughs> in where? <laughs>
1: where my voice goes Weird uh, It just disappears into the ether
0: Like the last six months Like the
1: last six months of my life Which I think I have might have lost little bits of it I don't know what happened I really don't, I don't know what it is It's some sort of mental illness That made me lose a bunch of time But I lost time, I swear to God I did
0: Maybe it was just a really nice summer
1: Maybe it was, I just don't remember it <laughs> it's the scariest thing in my life but it was personal and I told you that off air and now it's <laughs> for all the world to see here it's okay Steve we still don't care uh, we're in feedback you know we get it every which way the one way we get it is on iTunes and iTunes uh, if you give us five stars it really helps us out and there's one guy who has been doing it since the beginning of the show and he's our good buddy the Haitian Dwarf Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off to bed we go. Your greatest art's a pussy fart. Hi-ho, hi-ho. Nailed it. (coughs) Yeah, I did. (laughs) Well, Haitian Dwarf, this week he gives us uh, five stars, as always. And it is entitled, Win-Win. It says, Hillary's last two bucket list items. Number one, run for President of the United States number two naked wrestle with a handsome brown midget nicknamed tripod signed hd haitian dwarf so what he does is he likes to give us a little bit of a story but it also tells little bits about himself the one thing he enforced there is that he's uh he naked wrestles with politicians (laughs) for a price which i think is good because uh he has a skill outside of dwarf tossing which we've been talking about. He's got. To, he's got to like. Uh, kind of like uh, not pull eggs all in one basket. You know, it's a young man's game. <laughs>
0: I wonder if he'd feel the same about Kathleen Wynn.
1: Hmm. If, well Kathleen Wynne, if he would, if he would naked wrestle with her.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know if he would at all.
0: That's a thing <laughs> that he just has going.
1: But do you think uh, Hillary's more feminine than Kathleen Wynne? <laughs>
0: I I do actually in a way. Yeah, yeah. You I think, think that... mean, it is not uh, sexy at all? <laughs> Who would win in a wrestling match between the two? Naked. Yeah. I, 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 I would. Fully clothed. Yeah. Fully clothed, please. You know. Please. With hoods. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then just beat each other with sticks. <laughs> right. That would be great entertainment. Oh, yeah, oh, better man. than any debate. That's just awful. Nation, and then say "Fuck! we'll give you your 100 grand or whatever actually that's more worth it I could fill a theater of people you know if she wants to get her 100 grand because that's all she's going to do now is speaking engagements probably yep. Hillary so you give her 100 grand to come and just get uh, just put a hood on her head and when Kathleen wins, done when she gets booted out of office eventually when they let people outside of Toronto vote <laughs> are they pissed off with her too in Toronto I don't know no idea no Probably idea. they
0: pay
1: Hydro. Yeah, they gotta pay Hydro, right? So they should know she's shit by now. <laughs> they elected her. <laughs> Nobody else did those fuckers. Did I tell this on arrow I went to Queen's Park in a class trip with my kids mm-hmm. and then uh I had to argue with this guy who was doing the tour. He's like, Oh, we have a we have a, a majority liberal government in parliament and I'm like uh yeah Toronto elected them. No one outside of Toronto did. And he's like, that's not true, sir. I'm like, bullshit, it's not true. It's like, and I get it on my phone, you know, start Googling it. (laughs) Here's the map. I show him the map, and I'm like, look, there's only one place outside the GTA, and it's Barrie, which is the same thing. It's a commuter city for Toronto. It's just more Toronto. And that's it. The rural guys never did it. Any of the farm guys didn't do it. None of the small towns. Fuck this shit, right? Like, It's not, you should be able to have one city have a majority government because uh, they think it's a, a different way than the rest of them. We're going to have these pussy uh, politicians forever because Toronto elects them. We'll never get somebody that actually does something. <laughs> we don't even have an agriculture minister now. See, I'm pissed. I'm pissed I'm off. Mad. There. You're angry.
0: Uh, All that I asked is about mud wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone so far away from mud wrestling. Anyways, what I'm saying is,
1: I don't know. I don't know enough people to fill a theater to to watch Hillary Clinton do a speech, but I know a lot of, uh, enough people to fill a theater to watch her get put a sack on her head and watch her beat Kathleen win with a stick. I could I could fill a theater to do that. Right, those are the kind of people I hang out with.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Anyways. So we got a Haitian dwarf out of the way. We got everything. So what we did was we got this week we um we didn't have a guest come in. And I should do my plugs by the way. I am playing uh uh the blue line room in Norwich Arena on uh Friday, November the twenty fifth, I think it's I think it is. Yep. And I'm also doing uh I don't know if you have my phone there, do you hon? I'm doing that clam bake sometime at the Vapor Trails in Niagara Falls. Woo. I think it's November. It's a Saturday. It's a Saturday, I think. Maybe the next day. The 20. Yeah, the next day. So whatever day I told you for the... <laughs> Friday, <laughs> it's Friday? Friday, it's the next day. <laughs> the next day if you're in Niagara Falls, you can go wow. to the the clam bake at the Vapor Trails. It's all women, comics, and then me. I'm the man candy that night.
0: Man candy.
1: And then the one in uh, in Norwich is a pretty good lineup. Ferg's gonna be For on it. For sure. Uh, Brandon McIntosh, who's done the show, is gonna be on it. It's gonna mm-hmm. be hosted by Tyler Shazma, who's done the show a bunch of times. And then there's uh, myself, and it's headlined by uh, by Black Zeus. Yeah. And uh, so good co- good good lineup there. And there's another comic too, Ben from something or other from Toronto. I don't. I wish I remembered his name, but I can't remember. So I decided to ignore it and then just say I don't know his name. <laughs> um, so that's it for my plugs. And uh, we're working on some gigs for Nocturnal Emissions. I saw Wes was uh, mm-hmm. shaking the bushes trying to get some gigs. <laughs> some more highfalutin gigs, though, I see. Yeah. For you guys. You're very highbrow. <laughs> Do you think the Nocturnal Emissions would just be playing some some dive bar, no. you know, like some some old strip club or something like that? No. But no, no, you guys play all the... Martini Classic bars, places. golf courses. You That's guys right. are like high class. <laughs> but anyways, awesome. no dates to announce yet.
0: No, they're coming. We're working on stuff.
1: And we are working on some some going around in the winter time. So if anyone is listening uh, uh, to the show still, have fast forwarded through feedback. Uh, we are looking for we are looking for places to go as part of our winter tour. Yeah. So if you want us to come to your town, let us know at livefromthedutchhall.gmail.com. Okay? That's it for feedback. Fuck it. And uh, the one thing I wanted to mention this week, uh, before, before we get into our main topic, because we don't have a guest, is uh, the McDonald's McGriddle. <laughs> I love it. Right? I love it. I You're just love it. the McDonald's McGriddle, but I hate folded egg. Right? You know when you go to uh, McDonald's and you have a McGriddle, they give a folded egg Or at Tim Hortons, if you get a breakfast sandwich, they'll give you a folded egg. It's just like, it's not an egg cracked into a a form, you know, like an Egg McMuffin. They give you a round egg, right? Mm -hmm. So I started saying, I don't like the egg, but I love the McGriddle. I love having, instead of a bun, having a pancake soaked in syrup. It's delicious. (laughs) So I started asking for, uh, instead of the folded egg, give me a round egg in there, right? Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Well, guess what they tell me now? They don't even use folded egg anymore. What? It's round egg all the time in the McGriddle. Wow. The fold egg is dead at McDonald's. Celebration time. <laughs> Did you I don't want to start have start a
2: revolution or something.
1: I don't know if it had anything to do with it, but it was rapid because I was like, I love <laughs> I love the idea of it. I asked them to do it one time and then all of a sudden Boom it's the way they're doing it now. It's the greatest thing in the world. I couldn't believe it. And uh so it was really like my birthday today when I got a McGriddle. That thing was fucking delicious. Wow. They soaked that. They soak that uh, pancake right in syrup, eh? <laughs> and who was thinking about putting like processed cheese on a pancake? It's delicious. <laughs> I don't know why. It cures. It cures what ails you. There you go. Do you don't know, you don't agree,
0: Stephen? I don't think I've never had one. Oh, oh. have a McGriddle.
1: <laughs> have you
2: had a McGriddle? Yeah. You I'm not a pancake fan, so. Oh, it's a thin
1: pancake, though.
0: Crepe-esque. Yeah,
1: it's like a Hungry Man dinner, all in one sandwich, pancakes. But I do if I go to a, if I get a Hungry Man breakfast, I generally think the pancakes are like a fucking waste of time because <laughs> it's like toast. You know when you get toast when you get a break, uh, you're hung over. You go try to get a nice greasy breakfast and then they give you a toast. Like what kind of toast do you want? I'm like I don't give a fuck. I'm not gonna eat it. <laughs> I'm gonna eat the bacon and the eggs and the hash browns and that's it. And a cup of coffee. Fix your wagon. Go puke in the parking lot. Right? Yeah. Get on with your day. Day two.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works. Anyways, I wanted to give a shout-out to the McGriddle because I think it was too important to <laughs> to not uh, mention that. It's a round egg now, guys. If you're staying away because of the folded egg, it's, your, days, your days are brightened. So uh, I wanted to talk about um, how we were saying about celebrities before. And I never mentioned the thing you know I, I like seeing all the celebrities cry about Hillary losing, like Katy Perry and Lady Gaga and all these like who gives a shit people. you know Like <laughs> people look for their new to their news to these celebrities, right? They look to a celebrity to, of what to do with something like voting, something like it's important, or something like uh, what they think about like issues. they'll ask, what is like a fucking celebrity thing? Who gives a shit? And even they're doing man on the street stuff. They do like man on the street stuff on the news. And like, what do you think of this issue to some fucking random person on the street? Yeah. That person's an idiot. Ninety <laughs> percent of the people are idiots, <laughs> right? And, and right. even like people who aren't idiots, you know, like I don't consider myself an idiot, but the truth be told, I'm a fucking idiot when it comes to most issues. I don't know my ass from a hole in the ground, right? Sure. And you think that's true? If you know everything, you can't know everything. You can't know everything, right? So a person on the street just gets to talk. What do you think about the Gaza Strip, Paul?
2: <laughs> I have no idea.
1: Yeah. Well, if somebody wants to be on TV, they make up an idea. I think it's horrible or whatever. I think we should all live in peace or some bullshit. Something they just make up to sound smart. They don't know what they're talking about. It's not based on anything because they're not well-read. They don't, they don't uh, live in this world, right? That's who you got to listen to on the fucking news now. They don't even have experts. They have celebrities and fucking man on the street, right? That's who we get our opinion from.
0: Hey, do you have a list of uh, a list of celebrities who endorsed Trump or voted for Trump?
1: I do. I do have it. Because <laughs> the, the list of celebrities that, that endorsed Hillary was all the A-listers, right? But Trump, Trump gets the beauties, you know? Trump got Scott Bale.
0: Mm-hmm, he spoke at a rally, right?
1: I think at the convention. <laughs> yes. And you know who else they had to speak at the convention? The Duck Dynasty guy. Oh. The one guy, Willie or something from Duck Dynasty, spoke at a, a Republican National Convention. Wow. And people were just tickled in the audience to see him, eh? They were just so happy, There's clapping such a good and smiling. That the fucking guy that makes, <laughs> the, the guy that makes like, uh, what does he make? Decoys? Yeah. Duck calls. Duck calls. Duck calls. Yeah. Do you, uh, you love that show though, do, don't you, Paul?
2: My kids love it, yeah. But do you like it? That's funny.
1: But it's made up. Mm-hmm.
2: so yeah, so is all the shit the kids watch on TV yeah I guess so.
1: so so is a fictional thing I just hate the fact that it's under the guise of reality that's right like those guys are doing that stuff like oh, well, today I'm gonna learn to ride a motorbike and then the guy obviously can't ride a motorbike they set the whole thing up <laughs>
0: that's right right that's right
1: you're not fooling me Mm-mm. I think if you call it not reality TV but a bunch of hillbillies doing stupid shit I might watch it
0: right? That's right. That's why they make fail videos. (laughs) Or compile them. Yeah, yeah. That's
1: why there's have YouTube. Yeah, man. So that you can watch people hit themselves in the nuts.
0: (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Thank you, Stephen Harper.
1: Yeah, thank you. The one thing that's troubling to me is I I read, no, as I heard that most people get, a lot of people get their news now from Facebook. Yeah. And uh, this is And i got to admit I'm guilty of it in a lot of ways. The one thing was regarding Donald Trump. They said they had this thing going around that Donald Trump uh, said that if I was ever to run for president, I'd run for the Republican Party because uh, those voters are dumb enough to vote me in or something like that. My
0: numbers will be great.
1: And uh, that went around on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Turns out it's bullshit. Did you know that? Yep. You knew it? I went around telling people it was a real thing. Aw. Like an idiot.
0: <laughs> Boo.
1: Yeah. You knew it was fake, or did you look it up?
0: Uh, you heard it was a bullshit. Somebody posted it and then posted the, the Snoops or Snopes, Snopes or whatever yeah. the fuck it is. That's cool. a good website, man. It's a great website. But who
1: Snopes Snopes?
0: I have no idea. That's the thing. Snopes Editors. No,
1: you know, Fact we checkers. Don't. There's still, like, legitimate news sources, but it's hard to...
0: I trust Snopes more than, than like a lot the, of the bullshit news on my Facebook feed.
1: Yeah, I I'm trust like, Snopes,
0: yeah. I look at links, right? I see something posted. I check out where that ludicrous know story came from.
1: That's right. And you know what else is good for um, Snopes is good for? Is those scams, like um, when people try to warn you about things or say, like, uh, spread this around for this reason. Yeah. Those are always scams. You can always just send the Snopes link to the person. Like if they say send this to 15 people, I like send it, Send the Snopes like 15 times to that same person. Right. Tell them to fucking not send me a chain ladder anymore. <laughs> I hate chain ladders. Sure. You Because that's all that shit is. And also, Snopes is good for telling you um, like all the stuff your mother-in-law worries about or something like that. <laughs> like the stuff that she's trying to make you tell you that it's going to like harm you. Stuff like th- that stuff, you can tell her it's all bullshit on yeah. there.
0: But conspiracy theory stuff. Conspiracy
1: theories are also done. That's right. It's a great site for bullshit. For bullshit. But what if they're full of shit?
0: They could be. That's the problem. Because the internet's
1: not to be trusted, just like Stephen Harper. <laughs> That's right. Right. Exactly. Another similarity. The two are not. So I went. To, so I went to the internet and I saw some news, and I found a news story and I thought it was intriguing, and. Uh, it's the most intriguing news story I read this week, and it's about a girl from the country of the United Kingdom over across the pond there. Mm. And there's a 29-year-old girl. Her name's Tracy Kiss, and she's been drinking uh, an interesting concoction for the past month, saying it's boosted both her mood and her immunity. Mm. This mother of two is currently single. So harvest her sperm from her. Oh, it's a it's sperm. Oh, I I I should have done a drum roll on it. She she, <laughs> it says it's an unconventional way to start the day, but this woman swears by gulping down a smoothie every morning with a key ingredient being a teaspoon teaspoon of sperm.
0: Hmm. But she's single.
1: <clears throat> now she's single. She's got two ch- two kids, and she's single. So she has to get her friend to. Uh, Harvest his own sperm and deliver it to her uh, three times a week.
0: It's got to be such an awkward conversation.
1: Yes. Tracy is a vegan. Okay. It says, Tracy, who's a vegan, stores it in tubs in the fridge with the rest of her groceries. So how can... <laughs> ha, but it's sperm.
0: That's right. It's a, a man-made... It's, a, it's an animal byproduct. It's an animal
1: byproduct. So you're not a you're not a fucking vegan right you're a vegan as much as uh, you know a person that eats fish is a vegetarian right that's right a fish is still an animal swimming around you can't just eat a fish say you're a vegetarian or I don't I eat chicken but other than that I'm a vegetarian you're, just, you're not a vegetarian you're a fucking you eat cum you're, you're a cum crave carnivore oh yeah, I would say
2: <laughs>
1: that's what, you're not a vegan it's hey, an animal byproduct could you drink the cum of a bull? Right? Probably that's my question to her. No.
0: no, But
1: she'll drink a human's jizz, right? Saying it's all natural. <laughs>
0: it's like breast milk. But even that, right? you can't, I don't know.
1: Breast milk, I'm for. I'm for breast milk everything. I would eat breast milk ice cream. I'm not a
0: cow. Can vegans have breast milk?
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Can they have breast milk? This girl probably would see <laughs> but we could have it but I, but I, I don't still
2: know. I'm still trying to figure out how a girl that has to drink semen every morning is single.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Touche well, let me let me let me uh, I did do an, another search on the same girl and I found another video that she does where she, her her thing was this this way there's some science behind her eating her sperm. <laughs> eating this guy's sperm. It's uh, there is a uh, a lot of vegans are vitamin B12 deficient. And uh so this the sperm <laughs> she says that the sperm is high in B12 hmm. but then another expert says uh Dr. Sarah Jarvis advises that the use of sperm as a dietary supplement is uh, not to be recommended because she says it's uh <laughs> devoid of any nutrients whatsoever. I should leave this part out of the article and make it a touch all fact. <laughs> but there's no nutritional value to semen she says a better way for vegans to get extra protein would to be like food through, like nuts, <laughs> which I thought was like,
2: that is the, oh. pun. the pun, right? She gets it from
1: the nuts. She asked, uh, she's, she, uh, they asked her actually how she goes about eating it. Like, and she says every batch, she goes, nutritional value aside for a moment. How does this unusual ingredient alter the taste of her breakfast drink? And, and they say every batch tastes different depending on what he's been eating. If he's been drinking alcohol or eating something particularly pungent like asparagus, I ask him to give me a heads up so I know not to drink it neat. <laughs> Things like pineapple and peppermint make it taste better, but I'd but I'd happily take it straight off a spoon usually. She just takes it
0: straight off the spoon. Yeah. She gets an energy boost every day from it.
1: Yeah. But what makes her weird is that I have saw her on this. Was why she's single? I'm going back to that point. She's single because I saw a video of her, and she also uses sperm. Has a facial moisturizer. <laughs> she was had a video where she was showing like the putting sperm on. She may be a troll, is what I'm saying. Right. It may be this all bullshit, all the way around. She's just snopes her. Oh, you know, snopes her right now. <laughs> That's why I need a Google girl. There's too many moving parts right now for me to snopes her. (laughs) Somebody else can do it, but I can't do it. But anyway, she said, this is what the girl said. She goes, she's actually not too bad looking. She goes, "Uh, Tracy's friend, when she discovered it made a brilliant facial, she now uh, credits it for improving her (laughs) complexion. Tracy's friend and sperm supplier initially had qualms about being in her own personal sperm machine. When I first approached him, uh, he was concerned I'd use it to impregnate myself, she admits. See, she's crazy. Mm. He knows she's crazy, right? But once I convinced him that uh, it was for my beauty regime, he agreed. <laughs> After all, he has a regular supply at hand. And then she went and got it tested. My other mates think I'm strange, but I don't give a toss, she says. Wow. Another pun in the article. <laughs> That's why I'm thinking this article's bullshit, right? But this is the type of news we get on Facebook. But I would say if there is a... But I think there is some merit to the article, though. Because I think if you get a straight shot of jizz, right, you, that you would feel a little more upbeat about yourself, you know? Maybe you don't have to eat it, but if you, like... If you got, like... I think there's got to be something to be said about it. How you get feel better if you get, like, a load put in you as a woman, you feel more attractive or something, right? Wouldn't you be? Pretty. It makes you feel pretty. It makes you feel pretty. <laughs> I'd have to say, it's like if a guy gets laid, he'd feel like better about himself, wouldn't he? Oh yeah. It's the same must be true right. of a woman, right?
2: For sure.
1: So therefore, a load would make you feel better, right? Right.
2: Just, Just not in your cup. smoothies.
1: Just not in your sm- I don't know if a smoothie though, but hey, I'm willing to give it a shot. Any vegans out there? Uh, you looking for sperm? I mean, I got extra. I got nothing else to do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Straight from the tap
1: Another sponsor Jane are you okay with that If I donated it I'm not like it, giving it to a woman on, Out of my tap as Paul says So crudely I would just put it into like a Tupperware And then a, like a Chinese Takeout container And then give it to her that way we do have lots of Chinese food containers. <laughs> yeah, we do have lots of Chinese food containers. I could easily spend my days filling those with <laughs> <laughs> You know what we should do to end this program? We should do a little segment we call Weird Facts. Fucking weird. Weird Facts. All right, this is for the, for the whole audience. There's one country in the world who organized the world's biggest orgy. It was involving 500 people having sex in one place. Germans. Ah, any other guesses? It's
2: got
1: to be Dutch. Uh, the Germans and the Dutch are in the ruling west. You got a guess?
0: I'll say The Americans.
1: Ah, Americans, they deserve it. The Swiss. Yeah, the Dutch. You know who it is. It's those sleeper picks, those Japanese. Oh.
0: Uh, Fucky, fucky.
1: Yes, the Japanese did it. (laughs) That one was... You know, Michael Jackson was so desperate to play the role of Spider-Man in the movies... That in 1990, he tried to buy Marvel Comics. <laughs> Can you imagine? I would love to see Michael Jackson as Spider-Man. Like, that would have been horrible at the time. <laughs> Nobody would see it. But by this time, like like 20 years later, everybody would be, like, fucking... Like, it would be a cult hit. Wouldn't it be Michael Jackson as Spider-Man? The, the gayest Spider-Man ever?
0: <laughs> <laughs> <That's bad. laughs> do you mean the baddest?
1: I'm the baddest.
0: I'm the baddest Spider-Man.
1: <laughs> I'm going to shoot you with my web.
0: Pachu, you pachu! Look at me. I'm Spider-Man. The, the fight scenes
2: would be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> well choreographed, I bet.
1: <laughs> yeah. In, uh, in Japan, back to Japan again. Napping at work is, is viewed as fatigue from working hard, mm. and it is completely acceptable. In fact, the employees fake it to look committed. So actually, if you're <laughs> slacking off, you'll fake sleep in order to look like you're working harder. You get it? It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I want to go work for a Japanese company after reading that. This is a weird fact. Eating a baking sandwich... Perfect. Helps to speed up the recovery from a hangover. Yes. Yeah, I'm do it? I'm going to file that at a No Shit Sherlock. <laughs> Everyone knows that. How they have to do a study? Did they have to do a study about that? To eat a fucking bacon sandwich when you're hungover? Of course. Extra bacon on the McGriddle. Oh, extra bacon? Will he do it?
0: Of course. Why would they?
1: I asked for a Puerto over a gangbang one time in Vegas. <laughs> They put and I say what they said. What's that? And I said you put a double cheeseburger and a fillet of fish in the middle, and then you just squish it all together and you eat it, and it was delicious. <laughs> it really was good. Anyways, I just made it up. I was just goofing around with them, and they made it for me. No, no, I made it. You know, masturbating 42 times in one night without stopping caused the death of a 16-year-old boy from what country? Germany. Ah. You'd think, but no. Turkey. Japan. Not United, even Japan. United States. No, it was the Brazil this time. Brazil. And you know what about those Brazilians? You can't keep waxing the pussy and, and the asshole. Marching around in thongs, and expecting these young boys not to kill themselves jerking off. <laughs> you really, you brought that on yourself. You know, in 2006, a group of climbers reached the top of Britain's highest mountain and found a piano lying there. <laughs>
0: womp womp.
1: That's not what you'd expect, right? What do you think, it dropped out of an airplane? How's the piano get up there?
0: College prank.
1: Yeah, it takes the fucking <laughs> it takes something like fucking the, the 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 stupidity of youth, and then the and the uh, and the, also the ambition
0: of youth. Take it up in pieces, put it together at the top. Oh, that's weird, man.
1: <laughs> uh, the oldest ro- recorded living person, the oldest recorded person ever lived that ever lived was a, name, a girl by the name of uh, Jean Calment. And she ate two pounds of chocolate a week and been, had been a smoker for 96 years. Hmm. There you go. So what, what
0: age did she live to?
1: 90, uh, I don't know.
0: <laughs> Good story. She smoked for 96 years. you
1: smoked for 96, so you gotta, she's got to be in her hundreds to be the oldest ever, right? Like 120 or something. Isn't there old Japanese people who live like that? Sure. They say the person that's that's going to live to 200 is already alive. Like because uh, of modern science? That's another weird fact. 19th, in the 19th century, dwarves and midgets, which I like that they included both categories, were kept as toys for entertainment by the royal family of Spain. That's pretty bullshit. That's bastards. <laughs> If you're a toy, I mean, that's like Richard Pryor. Oh, and the toy. Mm. Classic. It's a good Jackie one. Gleason. And uh that's weird facts. We fucked it up. I read that one about President Kennedy already, so that was my that was the last one. He, he didn't give his money that crooked prick. <laughs> I had an economics professor that was that just hated Kennedy, and he, he would uh, talk about how he was the worst president ever and, like, spout off about him, and the best thing that ever happened to him was he got shot stuff like that. He'd be like,
0: man, yeah, that was really, let he, it go.
1: Yeah, he was really <laughs> excited. And I was like, Jesus, that was, like, 30 years ago. You know, you should probably get on with it. Anyways, this has been our show this week. Thank you for very much for anyone that stuck it through to the end. Uh, if you'd like to, tell your friends that they can listen to us like us on facebook follow us on twitter give us uh, some uh, comment on instagram or some bullshit or you can give us an email live from the dutch hall at gmail.com check me out playing at the uh, blue line room on the 20 25th of november and uh, otherwise uh, we will see you nt see you next thursday